So when we end this, there may be a point where you might have to keep the browser window window open while it uploads. Okay. Winder. Winder. <laughs> keep the browser winder open. Me. <laughs> my 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 Alabama just came soaring out of my mouth. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Had to hear that. Um, I'm also glad that we're recording so we can start season three strong with Matt singing a weird song at me. It, uh, you know, that's just the way it goes. Hey, Allison. <gasps> Hi, Matt. Welcome to 2024. Oh my God. Season three. <laughs> ADHD Ele- 20 is here. ADHD 20. What is that? Well, Matt, it's a podcast. It definitely tries to find the intersection between ADHD mm-hmm. and TTRPGs. Can you believe that we have already put out 37 episodes as two that people is... with ADHD? I know. I know. And that started as a joke. <laughs> no, it didn't. It started in well, earnest, didn't it? Yeah. But who knew that we would have 37 hours worth of stuff to talk about? Who knew? And we're about to see how much more we can push that limit. Mm, we are. And, and honestly... I actually credit our guest today mm-hmm. for fault. being the impetus for many, many, many of those episodes because uh, she has been my ADHD coach for the last two years. And I feel like almost every week there's something well, where coach I go. Says. Coach, coach says this. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know that this was about my brain. And then she's like, yeah, no, that's a part of it. Yeah, that's what? Are you serious? Bumping into tables? What? Yeah, I probably shouldn't. (laughs) I probably shouldn't admit this to her, but I feel like I've kind of been getting some free coaching. That's true. true. You probably should send me a bill at this point. I'm sure it happens um, all the time. It's just not always in podcast form. <laughs> For all the good little morsels uh, you've already been dropping. So yeah, tell us about tell yes. us about Brittany, Matt. Introduce us yes. officially. This is Brittany Smith, and uh, I. Yeah. There's that's a pretty good one. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I, I ironically, or that's it's probably not ironic. It's uh, interestingly enough. I I heard about Brittany on a podcast. <laughs> oh, that's a full circle moment, my friend. I know. It's wow. a, it's a, this is a dream. This is a dream come true. So, yes, I heard about, I heard her on a podcast that I listen to regularly. Uh, and uh, it is mostly Apple focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're and, Apple enthusiasts and- anyway. They're, they're enthusiasts, and I don't know. I, was, I actually walked away from that listening and saying, man, that seems like some kind of call from the universe because I had been thinking about it and thinking about it, thinking about finding someone to kind of talk to about ADHD. And I said, it's time for me to learn as a as a GD 50 freaking year old man. Grown-ass man. Grown-ass man. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> uh, take care of yourself. So, uh, and I said, well, but she's whatever. She goes to all the Apple cool things. She's like way too cool. She would never talk to me. Oh my gosh. I believe the term used was rock star. Yeah. She's like a rock star, like a pirate ninja <laughs> rock star. Out of the two of us? Really? Really? <laughs> right? Right? It'll never yeah. not be funny, Brittany. <laughs> it's always funny. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> no. But anyway, so I just took a chance. Well, actually going to her website, and it was just this 
Star Wars emblazoned masterpiece <laughs> of of like nerdery. I was like, okay, I'll take a chance. And here we are, two years later, and and thirty seven episodes later, this is Britney Smith. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank friend. you. I have a question out of the gate that came to my mind while you were giving that delicious introduction, Matthew. Thank you. Because so the lead into all of this is that Matt and I, while he was in the process of like finding you and wondering if he could work with you, uh, had asked me several times, like we talked about like our backgrounds with therapy, right? Because that's mm-hmm. something uh, that that he and I both believe in and it's a great thing. And, and I remember Matt saying, you know, like I, but that like a therapist isn't exactly what I'm looking for. I'm looking mm-hmm. for a coach. So can you mm-hmm. talk to us for just a minute about, you know, kind of your practice um, and what it means uh, to be mm-hmm. a coach on this level? Sure. And I mean, just to start off from therapy, like one of the big things with coaching is we really try to always look forward. We may learn things from the past, but, um, mm. and not that therapists never do that. They do sometimes, but, um, but that is one of the big things is, is sort of being your partner in yeah. whatever it is that you're trying to do and help you get past those barriers, whatever they are. If someone's an ADHD coach, then, you know, certain amount of ADHD specific training is great. Um, so that we can use, use that information to, um, to help people and to, there's a, there's a little bit of education in ADHD coaching. Um, but it really comes from like, where are you and meeting, meeting the client wherever they are and Mm -hmm. helping them to move to a place that is closer to where they want to be. I encourage anybody that would like to learn more about themselves, uh, with ADHD, if you are diagnosed, Mm -hmm. uh, to please go. It's, it's, it has been amazing. Yeah. Um, working with Brittany has been amazing. You, please go, go talk to Brittany. Number <laughs> first and foremost. But if you're if you're on the fence in any way, I'm just saying, don't be. And just whatever you do, you do want to find somebody who is a good fit for you. Yeah. yeah. And they'll vary. Um, my other biases is I'm on the board for the ADHD Coaches Organization, and and we do have a directory of coaches. So you can. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's happy to hear from you. You don't have to wonder if you're rock star enough but um but you can also check out other adhd coaches on a listing um where we do ask um we as the adhd coaches organization ask that people have a certain amount of adhd specific training and and a certain amount of coaching training to be on the list yeah i love that well and that's something that we've talked about on past episodes obviously the biggest question that matt and i get as part of this podcast is like, how do I know if I have ADHD and what's the diagnosis? And, you know, like all of these different things, which Matt and I are not (laughs) qualified to answer and always try and make that Mm -hmm. very clear. But one thing that we've talked about at great length is like, try people out. You're not, you're not, you know, stuck into it and find that fit. Because having a good fit matters a lot. Yes. Uh, Well, I can see the difference. I I thank you for being a very good fit for my friend. Oh, thank Um, you. (laughs) For therefore... (laughs) passing your wisdom along to me before we get too deep into any of these subjects that I know we're all dying to talk about. I think we need to do the, the first ADHD 100 table roll of the season. Uh, Brittany, will you do us a favor and roll that D 100? You got teed up there. Sure. What? Okay. So I got a two, a two. Great. 
Holy shnikes. That's so I made that weird face. And I'm looking at it I'm like, no, no, that is exactly what it is. That is, wow. Okay. <laughs> On my Dice okay, by is... P Calc app. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, it's strangely, it's a tiny bit hard to find uh, in the app store. I don't know why. You almost have to say Dice P Calc. Because okay. I think there are other ones. But this one is, it's the Ferrari of Dice. Apps. It's amazing. Don't even think about getting another one. Okay, so to, to give you some background on this, Brittany, this D100 table uh, is the brainchild of myself and our lore keeper, Fitz. Perfect. Um, yes, she has a sound effect. Um, uh, so some of the questions are ADHD related. Some of them are D&D related and some are just weird. Yeah. And you've gotten a question that's just weird. And I love it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> So, uh, if you had to swap your legs with the legs of any other animal, what animal would you choose and why? Wow. Given my history with, which we don't have time to get into, with mermaids, I would have to say fish. Right answer. Wow. I mean, maybe something bigger like a dolphin, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Oh. There it is. That's a good answer. I love that. Matt, do, yeah. you, do you have a uh, an answer on this? Any other animal? I, you know, I really. This is going to be surprising, maybe, uh, because you know I did as we've talked about many times. I I did not really have a religious upbringing, but I sure did love Narnia, mm. and I just thought Mister Tumnus was the yes. coolest dude. I just thought he looked cool. I liked how you know creepy he was. I think I would go full pan. Yep. I love it. Good. Yeah. Um, How about you? There's so many good ones to choose from. And I I, I would have a different answer every day of the week. Today, Allison is feeling a strong call to penguin. (laughs) (laughs) How would that? Well, for a couple of reasons, you know, like penguins, they do that cute little whittle waddle, which is adorable, you know, Mm -hmm. and like nobody's mad at it. Like, Penguins like go at their own pace and take their time. And like, there's, you know, like they can't go faster. And so I feel like if I adopted that lower part of my form, it's like, I'll get there when I get there. And I I think like, that's the vibe I want to have. I'll get there when I get there. Constantly in motion though. Constantly working. You're working it. Yeah. 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 You own it, but you're, you're like, I'll get there when I get there. I get there when I get there. I'm going to widow waddle, which is a phrase that I'm stealing very liberally from Fitz. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, that's the first thing that popped into my head. So that's what we're going with today. Okay. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> well, now that that's out of the way, let's get down to business. Yes. <laughs> we, we have to have this cursory ask. I know the answer, but I don't, we've never really talked a great deal about it, but do you play role-playing games? Do you play? I. So I have played yes. on occasion. Um, but not regularly enough to feel confident in my knowledge, just enough to make the occasional analogy. We have a group that could theoretically do it, but we have one member of our group who is like officially not a nerd. And, um, so it would take convincing her to do it regularly, but I think Mm. my husband would be on board. And so it's a thing I could see happening more, but it has not happened yet. What is that like? Do not be a nerd. Like I, I, I true. I'm not trying to be funny. I truly don't. In 2023, I don't understand 
And and uh, I could ask her if she identified, but she's like my token, like not really nerdy friend. Wow. And I know, right? And it's, so it's, I, I hope she doesn't watch this episode and see the face I just made. I'm, I, it was a knee jerk reaction. I didn't why mean to would do it. it was she a ever voice. watch a thing that's ADHD and, okay, and D and D related? You're right. You're right. Okay. She's not there a nerd. You, go. you got it. Good you got point. it. Okay. Good. <laughs> saved point. by the logic. Totally saved. Yeah. <laughs> but my question is: so, so our friend Fitz, who we've mentioned, she is our lore keeper of of many many things, but also. Uh, but most definitely the Lord Keeper of Star Wars lore. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely knows the most, is, mm-hmm. you know, read all the books, knows everything about it. She loves the RPG uh, set in that universe, <laughs> but you have not played that yet. I have not played it. I have friends who have, and my husband okay. has actually actively expressed interest in it. Okay. So okay. if okay. our other friends who are far more experienced would like to DM it, I think that would be a thing that would happen. I am I'm I am seeing some kind of kick-ass ADHD Star Wars neurodivergent actual play thing, right? I'm calling it right here. We're all about <laughs> speaking our desires out loud. We speak our desires We're out loud. Major manifestors yeah. in here. So yes. <laughs> I, I am full woo and I am every day working on Matt bumping up the woo. <laughs> yeah, true. It's he's true. My, he's it my works. okay, I'm gonna put this in Star Wars terms. He's my woo padawan. Oh okay. Do. All right. <laughs> um and yes, so so Star Wars and Apple computers. And what where where is the where's the origin story for your love of Yes. Oh. Apple computer. So I was always raised with computers. My mom was a programmer. Um, so we had computers in our house from 83 on, which means I have no memory of not having a computer in my house. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like programming or anything, but like, you know, very, very comfortable. And um, and then Windows Vista came out when my computer mm-hmm. was getting ready to die. And um, and I was like, I, I, I tried buying one and it, it fell apart. Like, within the two week return window. And it was a, it was a nightmare. And, and I was like, well, it was the worst. I, I can't keep doing this. So I said, if my, if my other nerdy friend would sit down and show me like all of the equivalents, so I won't have to feel like I'm starting from scratch, then I would try mm-hmm. getting a Mac. And then that was, that was it. Yeah. Um, rewinding back to 1983. Yes. For a co-lore drop here. Do okay. you remember what that computer was? <clears throat> that one was a K-Pro. So it was, okay, so uh, there is a picture of me <laughs> sitting in a K-Pro, probably somewhere around 1983, 1984. What? No pants. All pictures of me as a toddler. I am never wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have penguin legs, though? I don't, but I, like, I'll, okay. I'll, we can, we can share that. I made Matt share an embarrassing picture of himself in one of our shows. So I'll, I'll, I'll pull this one up. But I, I know feel this like, picture. It's a good one. Yeah. And I feel like it, like, set the tone for my entire life, like, pantsless in front of a computer. <laughs> right? But it was, <laughs> I don't like hard pants. What? <laughs> but it was a K-Pro. And that was what like started the curiosity. Young <laughs> was that being in my house as a toddler and me loving that little green screen and yeah. just making the bing bangs go on it. And my love of Max actually came from Matt. With, during his rock star days, he was all about Ooh, it. And is that right? Yeah. 
<laughs> I guess, Interesting. I guess we don't. But yeah, you were such a prolific Mac user. I was. Um, that it made me curious. I bet there are a, are a ton, a ton, a ton of of people with ADHD that gravitated to to Apple even before everybody gravitated. And to there's Apple because. I mean, this does coincide. So I got it, and then, um, and then I started moving towards the psychology, cognitive neuroscience stuff, mm. and um, and as I was doing that, I also got diagnosed with ADHD, and um, and I was like, oh wow, so this environment is much better for me, and I'm mm-hmm. like, and I could see why, and so that's why one of the things that gets me real excited. And, or angry is interface stuff because it may or may not work better with my brain. And so, yes. So I tend to be very, very opinionated about interfaces and (laughs) like, what does it look like? I have whole series on, on YouTube about uh, organizing your apps on your phone so that it is a a more pleasant place for you to be. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Matt's the reason that I, picked up a Mac and is the reason that I realized I had ADHD. Congratulations, Maddie. <laughs> there you go. Check, check. check. That is also <laughs> one of the reasons I play D&D. So all the major things in my Whoa. life. Yeah. All roads um, lead to Matthew Evans. But I one say? thing I had, I had nothing. How about this segue? You ready for this? I can't wait. One thing that I don't have, I don't think I have any claim on is uh, your playing uh, The Sims. The Sims. That was not you. That was just a product of me being a teen in the 90s. Yes, a teen, a teen in the 90s. Um, and the reason that we bring up The Sims is because one of the things we wanted to talk to Brittany about today <laughs> was we learn about ADHD, we learn about computers, we learn about uh, things that we like. And each one of us have all all gravitated towards this game, The Sims. And it it kept me alive on the road for many, many, many <laughs> many months like just <laughs> zoning out and it, it's one of the weirdest ideas still i'm playing a game about <laughs> where i have to like especially the early sims where really it was you were just getting through the day it yeah. was literally and i could not explain it to anybody i certainly couldn't explain why i i was so into it um, <laughs> but yeah so so we're we we wanted to kind of dive a little bit into the idea of of how the sims mechanics or dungeons and dragons mechanics uh kind of need to have this this attribute bar this needs bar levels where if if you if you fall to a certain level you hurt yourself or you go insane or you uh start <laughs> crying or you drown in a pool That's like you go or lock you... yourself in the bathroom <laughs> or you lock yourself <laughs> in a bathroom or you know you 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 get weak or something and uh so Brittany and I were talking about just how like people with with ADHD brains I equated it to kind of German cars versus Japanese cars. I'm not sure this is 100% correct, but like German cars will have so many pieces, but it will somehow be able to keep going on the road, even if one of those major pieces breaks and you'll take it to the mechanic and they'll be like, wow, sure, I'm glad you brought this car in because (laughs) this, you know, the, the, 
<laughs> the rear driver tire is completely missing, but the car is still running, right? But a Japanese car is very, much better at like letting you know, hey, this is this is not working. Therefore, I'm just going to kind of stop a lot of the things. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. I just like I, I got really into the idea of how we push things. We push mm -hmm. things too much, and we yeah. all have the same bars. I don't know. It's a very interesting thing to to kind of think about, like how can some people, number one, keep a balance, right? Mm -hmm. And then how can some people have like the a pure imbalance, but keep living day to day? Yeah, with us, we tend to be in the like I'm just like oh my god, I'm missing a whole wheel. Like it's that bad. <laughs> Yeah. And there were never right. any like signal flares sent up prior to that. Okay. Tread's getting low. Okay. Air pressure's going down. Okay. Like, right. so we have some kind of warning and that's so true. Like I don't realize I'm burnt out and yeah. overstimulated until I already am so far down that path. There is no pulling me back until I can have like some kind of full nervous system reset and rest. Yeah. Um, God, that's dangerous, but it's just like how we all feel wired a lot of the times, <laughs> I think. There are people who will try to, well, who, who can learn more. What, mm -hmm. what are my cues that like, how do I start noticing those warning signs a little bit sooner? Um, but, but naturally left to our own devices, we are less likely to pay attention to them because they are very interesting. The things that we're ignoring are not that interesting or we wouldn't be ignoring them. <laughs> so, mm. um, so, but, but we're still able to kind of push through. That's uh, for a like while. The yeah. Zone, right. right? Yeah, like for a while, yeah. for a while. And, until you can't. And then your, your uh, mechanic is like, I don't know how you've been driving, but okay, we'll try yeah. to fix everything now. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. like, if we aren't noticing it, we'll go. But like, but now, now it's a really high car bill because yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't doing all that maintenance along the way. And now you're reminding me that I have a low air tire warning on my car um, that I've been ignoring. <laughs> <laughs> but but yes. there are, there, I mean, there are some ways that like, if we want to prevent that and now I'm super burned out because pulling out of burnout is harder than avoiding it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Once you know how, right? Like pulling out of burnout is is more of a process. It, it is something that takes time. Not a single long rest will do it. Right. <laughs> right. That's not good news, Brittany. That's not what it's I want really, to hear here. <laughs> it's really not good news. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What? So... Oh, no. So many, so many of these podcasts, I have like a moment or Allison has a moment where I'm like, is this why? And the thing that you just said was, uh, you just said, a long rest is not going to fill up all of those bars the way it does in 5E, which is why I hate that rule. Is that <laughs> why I hate that rule? Because it's so ridiculous to me because i know for a fact that i could go to bed right now at at 1 40 central time and i could wake up in the morning and i would there would still be a bar that's like not yeah completely full i know that to be the fact yeah uh 
Well, what if it's a wow. like to, to go to the Sims metaphor? What if it's a different bar? And that's one of the reasons that I, mm. I like to yes. use the Sims bar metaphor is, you know, no, no amount of sleep is going to make up for the fact that that bladder one is red. Right. Uh, can you can you kind of start from the beginning on the Sims yeah. bar attribute yeah. analogy? Just because like we've talked about it a little bit on the side, and I want to make sure. Sometimes Matt yeah. and I re- we get to the end of episodes and we realize we didn't fill in full sentences. <laughs> we didn't finish what? thoughts. We didn't no finish thoughts. ADHD does that. Nobody oh. does that. So yeah, if you can, you walk us through everything that you, like from because I I as somebody yeah, so probably farthest removed from playing. I we're gonna be we're gonna be different than the Sims. Like we will have okay. our own bars. But, um, but there are, you know, on the Sims, like they'll have food and bladder and, um, fun and social, like these different Mm -hmm. needs that need to get met and you can still send them off to work. If I'm thinking of Sims three specifically, because that was the last Uh one I played. Um, you can send them off to work, um, with their social really low and not let them converse with converse with their coworkers while they're there. Um, cause that is an option. And so you send them off, but they're not going to get promoted as fast. Like mm. they're going to work. Like I can make myself go work when my needs are not getting met at all. I, I can mm-hmm. make myself do that sometimes, mm-hmm. but how much I can do, like how much work I can do when I am there. And, and, you know, for those of us who are more independent workers, like it gets worse and we'll see it faster. So like I can mm-hmm. show up at the place I'm supposed to be working, how much I will get done may not be as effective based on, you know, were my bars filled up when I got there? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like if yeah, it's taking definitely. me a really long time to do something that theoretically shouldn't, there's probably something missing. Um, and and I, I can still be driving. I'm still going. But like, yeah. n- you know, maybe not as fuel efficiently because my tire is flat. <laughs> right. And I and, wonder – I wonder how much like they dovetail, you know, so like when I am in procrastination mode all week long, I've had something that's been fairly simple that I knew that I could do in an hour or two. And all week long, I, you know, kind of just uh, and found other things to do instead because I think other bars aren't where they need to be right now. Mm-hmm. And that that one task seemed so much harder because I'm depleted on energy apparently didn't go to the bathroom enough my my bladder bars <laughs> you peed the bed yeah you know yeah the bladder bar it'll just impact yeah. your hygiene bar <laughs> okay yeah, okay. yeah, yeah it's but yeah, yeah it's it's interesting to think about that that like is the root cause of my procrastination not that i don't want to do or don't think i could do the task but that i'm not getting something in some area that i need yeah and sometimes what we need to get the thing done is a tool like you know, because this we may have to swap metaphors a little bit if we're thinking about like a bar that's my sort of cognitive energy. It's going to take mm-hmm. more of that willpower of that cognitive energy to do a thing if I don't have supports in place for it. Like I'm thinking of a task that I really, really, really don't want to do. Um, if I have the option to do it with somebody else because what people commonly call body doubling or co-working um, is a very, very effective tool for people with ADHD. So if I have the option to do that, maybe I should just do that instead of berating myself until I finally get around to doing the thing. Point of clarification. Yes. Not berating yourself is an option. <laughs> yes, uh, it is actually. <laughs> Right. 
It's so wild. Who knew? I know. It's really just managing all manner of things that I never understood to be ADHD. Let's let's keep keep with Allison's uh, example. She has to do this thing. She doesn't want to do it. Um, but the executive f- dysfunction kicks in, right? And and she is like suddenly all these other things are more important. Like, how do you become aware of the bars? I guess is what I'm mm. <laughs> vaguely trying to say. How do you how do you yeah. become aware of them? Because I know that I will let them just empty out before I even realize that I need to body double and I won't just won't even have yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Um, so, <clears throat> so there's different things that work for different people. Some people will do like mindfulness practices or body scans. If you're trying to literally, you know, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm really anxious right now. That is this tightness in my chest or whatever it is. Like there mm-hmm. are, and there are, there are even coaches, not me, but other coaches who specialize in somatic sensory um, processing mm-hmm. of different types. And so there's, that's one way some people journal or, or will talk about it with their coach. Um, have it be a thing where it's like, I've been having an issue with this. Okay. Let's talk about it. Like what, what is it like, you know, start noticing mm-hmm. it. If, if I see something and I try to not be pushy but if i see something that is like this is a really common side mm-hmm. effect of this other thing mm-hmm. and and yeah. somebody here has heard me say it before like so i'm really <laughs> concerned <laughs> it seems like you're not that invested in this project and you're spending a lot of time and energy on it like yeah are you getting your other bars filled up sometimes i'll, I'll be coaching somebody especially new and i'll be like can we talk about what what kinds of things do you do as a hobby or for creative expression? Because that's a really common ADHD Sims bar that we don't always pause to fill up is, is making sure we are doing something creatively. Um, I have friends who are really into yarn crafts and that's, that's their form of creative expression. Um, I make weirdo videos. <laughs> has their own things that, um, that they can do that um, can fill that up. Like feeling like we have a sense of meaning and direction can be one of the bars. And if we're mm-hmm. not feeling that, if we're not touching base with that, we're going to run out of that juice a lot faster because we can't see mm-hmm. where it's leading to or that it's leading somewhere meaningful. And I do not remember your question anymore. That's okay. No, okay. Yeah, that, that, that's still an- you're still yeah, answering it. Cool, yeah, cool. But, <laughs> because... I was going to say one thing that we we did in the last couple of years when I was at a place where I was like, man, I'm having a hard time with what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know I need to work on this. I know I need to make money. I need to support my business. I need to mm-hmm. support my brother. I need to support my family. I need to help and do this. But I was getting very lost. Mm-hmm. And... And Brittany said, okay, so let's just just come up with a name for that thing mm-hmm. that I, I wasn't aware of. And it ended up being media producer, right? Which mm-hmm. is mostly because I just don't like the word content creator, right? <laughs> uh, so it's just sounded fancier. So yeah, then every week she could check in. I could give her concrete things. And, and bit by bit, I could crawl out of this yeah. Uh, and, and I started to be aware of that bar, right? Yeah. Um, so that's a great answer. A lot of times when you are stuck and when one bar is like 
knocking you down mentally or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you have to say, oh, let's fill, let's fill another one up yep. uh, that you do like, that does come easily, that you are really inspired by. And yep. sure enough, sure enough, once I had a name for it and I could see the bar going up. Yep. So that's a great answer. But what about the ones like exercise? Where if you are not someone, you know it exists. Definitely know it exists. I know that exercise is important. I can absolutely tell the difference when I am or when I'm not, uh, you know, trying to even just going out for a walk. So what do we do when we are, when we've got that bar and it's very low and you're like, you keep looking at it. We kind of alluded to this earlier, but like you keep mm-hmm. looking at it, you're like, yeah, but look at all these other bars I really should be doing. Yeah. And this one just. So the first thing I would recommend, especially if you've been having a thing you've been meaning to do for a really, really long time and haven't been doing is stop trying mm-hmm. to do that one thing. Yeah. Whatever that was, stop trying to do that one because we have built this very unhealthy relationship with ourselves around whatever that one thing was. Mm-hmm. I had a client who for them, it was like going to a, like a gym, gym, gym. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. just had this very negative relationship with it. And, you know, I'm sure paid for it for some number of months without going. This person recently uh, built a gym at their house and has been exercising regularly. And it's been great because it didn't have that same thing around it. Sometimes having the reason and a reason that resonates with you as opposed to the reason that your doctor told you or, Mm -hmm. you know, I need to get in better shape. So because swimsuit season's coming, unless you really care a lot about that swimsuit, it's not going to be very motivating to you. So yeah, figuring no. out like, okay, when can I feel it in my gut, feel that motivation? And mm. and it may take work to find it. Um, for me, it was in graduate school realizing that I work faster and focus better when I've been exercising. And right. so telling myself I didn't have that hour was a lie because yeah. I was going to save that hour in in work time yeah. because I would work that much faster. And so for some people, it's like, oh, I'm doing this so I can focus, so I feel better about myself. Um, exercise can help with anxiety and depression. So mm-hmm. sometimes finding the why, sometimes finding an activity that you don't feel pressured by yes. that can actually be enjoyable. Some people doing it with somebody else, like having a walking buddy, because then mm-hmm. you're bringing in the body doubling and like now it's more pleasant because it's not just I'm making myself do it. Like what are the things that will take the pressure off and allow it to happen more organically? And, and different people with ADHD have different blocks too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes it's, yeah. well, if I'm not doing all the things I feel like I should be doing, then I'm going to do none of them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if I don't have time to go on the elliptical and run and lift weights and do yoga, then I'm not doing any of it. Or yeah. Yeah. just the decision fatigue of picking something can be really yeah. hard. Yeah. Or yeah. somebody who ha- used to be in really good shape and now isn't for whatever reason – like having to come face to face with that is painful Mm -hmm. and feels like a brand new failure Mm -hmm. of like seeing how far I can run now compared to what I used to do before say an injury. Um, Like that is really hard and feeling good about where we are right now can be really hard. (laughs) We're going for all the topics and I'm like, I just don't do it. That's (laughs) Well, what is, I just avoid it completely. Is yours? What is yours then? What is what is your what is the bar that you know exists and you're like, 
Uh-uh. I just, I can't, I don't know. Well, well but I mean, that's that my, that. yeah. that's my point is I know that it's exercise. I yeah. don't do it. Like that's my, and I'm not telling you that's a good answer. Do not right. do as I say here, kitties. <laughs> this is it's, not good. It's so important <laughs> for people to hear what's real. Like yeah, right. we exactly. get so much yep. of what we should do like out yeah. there. Yeah. What's real and what other people are struggling with matters yeah. a lot. Yes. Yeah, for sure. To the points that you guys were making, like I did get a walking pad because I just reckon like I'm not my excuse right now is that I live in a neighborhood. There's one loop I can make and I'm bored. Yeah. But I know I'm not going to get in my car and drive somewhere else. Like I always have like, oh, I'm going to like go explore. I'm not going to do that. If I have to like put on shoes and get in my car and drive somewhere and it's not going to happen. So I got a walking pad, you know, and then that way, at least when I'm having potato time at the end of the day, I can get in 30 minutes walking on it. Any more movement than you are doing right now is movement to feel good about. I have some really (laughs) bad news for you. You're okay with a downer? Always. Humans are not yeah. programmed to be 100% happy. We yeah. will habituate yeah. and our threshold for happy will change. Yep. Yep. We'll co-sign on that all day, every day. Yeah. So ADHD or no ADHD, it's not yes. it's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> there are no highs without lows. <laughs> yeah. Do you think do you think the people with ADHD strive to be happier more often? Do you think? Is that a thing? No. I don't even know why I said that, but I just suddenly wondered. I wonder I, if I there's the like catastrophizing element of that, right? Like I'm looking at everybody else. It's kind of like, you know, the problem that so many people have with social media, whereas you're seeing someone's highlight reel and you're being like, oh, well, and you compare yourself. And so I wonder if the catastrophizing element of our brains is like, well, everybody else is happy and I'm the problem, um, mm. you know, about this. And and we do that. We do that yeah. even sometimes in a world where we're surrounded by other people with ADHD because we're all trying to mask and get by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I have like, so we talked about my woo streak earlier. Mm-hmm. Like my woo-woo-ness now understands that there are no highs without the lows. You, mm-hmm. you have to have that for balancing the force. And because if I don't have the down in the dumps, bad you know, weeks, I don't under, I don't appreciate how great the wins are. That is life by design right there. And that's something that I have worked really hard on this year to exactly Matt's point of like, no, I don't think I always have to be happy, but I have learned. I don't always have to be stimulated. And I think that's the thing the ADHD brain is always chasing is the stimulation that we labeled as happiness. Maybe. Hey, hey, (laughs) stimulation is one of like, stimulation is one of those bars. There are types of stimulation that do not involve a screen or any technology. Um, (laughs) Like stimulation can also be a walk in the woods because I'm looking, because that, that is such an information dense thing of visually but it is the kind that will calm our nervous system as opposed to agitate it unless you run into a bear or something i was gonna say i'll full circle this for a minute then like back to kind of what we were talking about about like how do we reset and how do we notice the signs before we get there uh there was a day not too long ago where i crashed i hit such an overstimulated level yeah 
And I, I didn't know it until I got there. And then, but what I was proud of in that moment is I recognized it immediately. And I think that Mm -hmm. there were parts of my life where I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have recognized it for hours, if not days later, and would have just been a raging bitch instead. So instead it was like day comes all of these like big emotion, huge things happen. I hit that pinnacle of overstimulation crash and then went, I'm going to step away. This yeah. isn't good for me. And to your point was like, I'm going to get away from my screen. <laughs> I'm going to the things that normally bring me joy, like talking to my friends, like being on my phone, like, pl- you know, mm-hmm. suddenly weren't. And I had to go for a walk <laughs> and then like mm-hmm. just put my phone and my iPad down. I guess is the big question is that like I didn't recognize the signs that I was heading for that overstimulation. Mm-hmm. But I recognized it the second that it happened and yeah, yoinked. Yeah. Um, and that's that's good. By the way, um, time in green space is a, a Sims bar for many people with ADHD. And then uh, you'd asked before about um, being more aware of it. I so I have a client who, after a certain amount of time around family, will like have a a little bit of a shutdown and um, mm. not not treat their family the way they would prefer. And yeah. <laughs> and uh-huh. so every time <laughs> this person gets together with their family for an extended period of time, a lot of times we'll talk about like, so what's the plan? Like, how are you going to get a break? And so like, um, I don't remember if this is Thanksgiving mm. or something like that. Mm. Um, and they were like, okay, well, I'm going to walk the dog at this time so that I can get away and get some mm. space because this person has not figured out a way to notice it before it hits because, and it is harder when you're surrounded by more people to be internally focused. And mm-hmm. so, um, so like, okay, how do I regularly make sure I'm taking those breaks because I may not feel it coming until it's there already. Yeah. 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 So how do I plan mm. ahead of time for those breaks? So in the spiritual realm, we call that pre-paving where you sit down and you decide at the beginning of the day, how that day is going to go and how you're going to feel. And you put those, you know, kind of like signpost moments, milestones, whatever you want to call it. Um, in order to influence that, because you recognize that you can't control all of the variables that are going to, I can, I can sit here and be like, I'm going to be so productive today. And then the day happens and things break and stuff goes wrong and people are calling me and I got distracted and then I got hungry. And then I went down a rabbit hole. Uh Oh yes. Go. Yes. Like, like let's pretend that I'm playing a game of D and D. Yeah. And I have a timer. Yes. Yes. I have a timer go off periodically that reminds me to just ask if I can do a perception check. Oh my god, that's so good! That's so good. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Because wherever you are, yes, wherever you are, pers- oh my god. So, oh my god, I gosh. need that in life and in D and D. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, and that's what I was. That's what I was going to say. Is like, I I have started with with Brittany kind of set that system up especially for any task that I know is I'm either going to have to sit in this chair for too long. There's a danger of hyper-focus or hyper-fixation or, or I don't want to do it at all. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I'm like, want to do this? And I, Oh, but yeah. the, here's this other thing that's more urgent or whatever. But yeah, I've got this thing mm-hmm. that just stops me, takes over the whole screen and just says, uh, look, what are you doing right now? Are you supposed to be doing that? And if so, what are you working on? Oh, and it has changed that. everything. What? Yeah, uh, that little it, flow it, chart thing that you had. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it has changed everything. It just uh, all I have to do is remember to start it. 
<laughs> all I have to do is to start it. Uh, all which, I have to do is the hardest part that requires attention to detail and focus, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> it's all there as, as long as I remember to start it. But but the time, but that. when I do, it really, it's a massive difference. Mm. Love that. So I love, I love that. I love the idea of, of just taking a break, saying, "Excuse me." Uh, GM, I would like to have a. Uh, it is now five past the hour. I would very much like to make a perception check. I love that so <laughs> hard. I, I I love the universalness of doing a perception check, both in game yeah. and in life. Like, what's? Yeah. I'm gonna stop. No, and, and I mean that's you know like the anti-anxiety you know tool, yeah. right? It's like what's one thing I can see, feel, taste, smell in this moment to kind of mm-hmm. reground you when you're feeling and, and frantic. That's it. Right, yeah. because it, it's, it is about that regrounding because, again, we don't, I, I or I don't, I am not aware. I'm not aware of the things I say all the time. I'm not aware of not breathing. I'm not aware of not moving. <laughs> and over and over and over, and for for me, having a text expansion of a Zoom link means I'm not going into another app. Mm-hmm to to copy and paste something that I will immediately get stuck in along the way too. Mm-hmm. So all of it, like not only is it cool tech, but it's also very important to me. Like it's yeah. it's a learning journey that I that I need that I'm constantly trying to undertake. And I love I love Brittany because she'll talk about hours and hours of of these beautiful shortcuts on her phone she's like yeah but that one probably broke (laughs) so we can't even rely on it's not a permanent thing it's the concept right yeah and and it's it's about taking the system use obsidian use notion use tana use this really just build the system build something that makes sense to you and sure something new is going to come along a shiny thing is going to happen you will move probably but can you take yep. what you've learned and move it in? So without too much distraction. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We solved all the problems. We did. Copy print. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> so Brittany, where, where would people, if they wanted to learn all of these amazing things that you know, yes. <laughs> if they wanted, if they wanted, where would they go to, to learn more about you and, and, and hire you. So if you're looking to just casually watch videos that I've made, places mm. like YouTube and TikTok, I am ADD Liberator. So it's just ad liberator, but with two Ds. Nice. Liberating nice. us from the prison that is our neurodivergent <laughs> brain. I love it. <laughs> um, my website is conquer.consulting. That's where I have my, my things up. My booking system's first come, first serve, so people can schedule consultations on there. So if you'd like to chat, by all means, do that. I do also have a ADHD community that I co-founded with another ADHD Mm -hmm. coach, and it is intended for nerdy people with ADHD. No one on here would know what that's like. Um, (laughs) It's called the ADHD Guild. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Allison? Matt? I say that you and I should join this guild together because I, <laughs> I, I've been wanting to, this is the, this is the ADHD brain. It's like every time that Brittany mentions it, I'm like, right, damn it. The guild is full of nerdy people. It's like 
help you with the body doubling, help you with what you're working on, help you do. She's like, it's such it's such good, cool people. And then I'm like, okay, definitely. Okay, I'll sign up. Oh, I really need that right now. And then <laughs> just gone. So we and should it's join not, it. It's not a super huge community. So the co-working is yeah. dependent on like who else is available, but we have a, a way to tag people because it's in Discord. We have a way to tag mm-hmm. people like, hey, I'm in co-working. Come join me. And anyone yes. who has signed up to receive notifications to that tag will get notified. All right, so here's yeah, here's what <laughs> I want to play D and D with Brittany. Yeah, okay. I want to play Force and Destiny with Brittany. Oh yeah, um, I'm gonna join the ADHD or the ADHD <laughs> Guild. Yes, yep. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that Matt and I. Are, I'm really good at kicking Matt into things. I just oh, she, it, I yes. just harass him until he gives in. It's true. He's it's, very good at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good method. It yeah. works really really well for us. I'm glad mm-hmm. that he has a kicked me out (laughs) yet exactly yeah so we'll we'll join that we'll get in there we'll see how it is yeah uh man yeah so this is so much fun i know it's so fun i love it when friends come on i know i'm so glad that you said yes to coming on yeah Uh, of course uh, yeah it really meant a lot and you've meant a lot to me in the last couple of years uh i'm very excited about um uh baby x i don't know <laughs> solo is our nickname yes Solo. it comes okay. from yes. never tell me the odds of- i yeah. love that solo much <laughs> inspiration oh, yeah that's yeah. uh <laughs> yeah that's good so i'm very excited i'm very excited for you and you deserve it and all of it Aww. and yeah so thank you so much for just teaching me so many things and allowing me to come in and, and excitedly talk to Allison about it. And, and then <laughs> thank you for teaching episodes. me so many things, even though I just got to meet you for the first time today. <laughs> You're welcome. Yay. Yes. I hope, I hope, although I, you know, I, I give Matt nuggets from my therapy sessions. So we're all hey, drafting all of it off of each yeah. other. And the woo woo sessions and the woo woo sessions. You'll, sessions. you'll build yeah. up the wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Woo woo. Woo woo woo. <laughs> oh, we're Amazing. We we never know how to end these podcasts. We just kind of like start making noises and then we <laughs> and we we just go. Star Wars. <laughs> Long ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> ADHD 20 is a creation from The Pocket Dimension, a multiverse where we explore neurospice, rolling dice, and so much more. Come chat with us in our Discord server, open to all. The join link is in our show notes. Ready to level up your support? Check out The Pocket Dimension's Patreon, where you can get access to bonus content, be the first to hear new episodes, and even play TTRPGs with us and our friends. The best way you can help us, though, is just to share the gift of ADHD 20 with the people that you think will like it. We love that you're here. Thank you for entering the pocket dimension. 